Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Settle for More podcast. I am your host, Nicole Wright, learning and development professional, certified life coach, mommy to an amazing nine-year-old little boy and a woman who is on a mission to change the world one woman at a time. So I've created this space for you, the woman who is ready to walk out on her fears, step into her dreams and own her power by giving herself permission to be who she sees and creating a fabulous and awesome life whilst settling for more. So welcome and thank you so much for joining me for this, our fifth episode in the Settle for More podcast. I am super tired, but super excited to be here. I just came back from delivering a two-day workshop in Regina. What a beautiful city. I had such an amazing time delivering the session. And after the session, I had the opportunity to see a little bit of the city. And it was such a great experience. And it got me thinking about how much we we tend to be looking outside ourselves for happiness, not recognizing and realizing that happiness comes with those little things, those little moments, those little opportunities that presents themselves where you'd probably never get a second chance to experience that. So when the training was done, I met up with my boss and we we drove around the city for just a little bit. And after that, uh, she took me on this lookout point and I was able to see some of the city and what a phenomenal just blissful experience that was for me. I am still feeling that joy. So momentarily, it brought me happiness. But right now, when I bask in it, when I think about it, I'm feeling nothing but pure joy. It is my hope that you are taking the time as you go through each day to find your sweet spot, the things which brings you happiness, the things which which which, which lights your soul which ignites that flame in you, that flame of peace and bliss and gratitude. Because whether we want to own it or not, or whether we choose to believe it or not, happiness is an inside job. And people believe uh, themselves to be dependent on what happens for their happiness. And oftentimes we don't realize that what happens is the most unstable thing in the universe, only because experiences will change constantly. And you don't realize that without looking upon the present moment to find your happiness, you keep looking at something that's outside of self or something that's not inside the moment to be happy, then you will never, ever, ever find happiness. As a matter of fact, happiness is an inside job. Happiness is a choice. And the way to choose happiness is to follow what is right, what is real, and what is true for you. You can never, ever be happy living someone else's dream. When you start living life on your own terms and finding the little things that that makes you happy is when you'll truly, truly, truly be experiencing a a life that's filled with joy. It is only then that you'll understand the true meaning of happiness. If you're happy, then the good thing is about that is that you can start giving happiness to other people. And if you don't take the time to love yourself or to find moments of happiness, it is going to be utterly impossible 
for you to be able to, to provide happiness to someone else or for you to be able to live in a, in a constant state of happiness. Now, we're humans, right? But one of the things I'd hate to be happening to you is for you not to be experiencing happiness, joy, bliss, peace, just to be able to relish and to bask in, 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 in those moments when life presents themselves to you, when you have the opportunity to find joy in everyday life without totally shutting down and giving away your joy or giving away your peace or giving away your happiness to anyone. So today I want to talk about finding joy and I may use the terms uh, interchangeably or um, meaning joy and happiness in in moments. I mean, happiness tends to be more external and you get that from, from different experiences and different things and joy is what you find on the inside. And we don't want to get into all those definitions. I'm just talking about being happy, finding bliss, finding joy. So I'm thinking to myself that if we go through life not identifying or recognizing that you have the ability each and every day to choose joy. You have the ability to choose to be happy because situations will change. And so our situation should not be defining us. And there are times when we will have things that are not favorable. I know we're humans, but all that is based on the labels that we choose to put on the experiences that we're having. And sometimes we allow those experiences to truly define us or to truly define how we feel, how we live our lives and the happiness that we experience or not experience. It is my hope that you recognize that situations will always come and go. And it is the label that you place on them that will decide if you're experiencing joy, sadness, happiness, pain, right? So happiness, like I mentioned before, is really an inside job. Happiness is a choice. The thoughts that you think will expand and those the expansion of those thoughts create feet, uh, the feelings that you have. And then again, you go about labeling the feelings that you're having. And so what I'm, what I'm realizing or what I'm seeing through my everyday interaction, being in the classroom setting or be it when I'm coaching privately, it is as though we spend a lot of our time waiting for something else to happen, happen, wishing that we were someplace else doing something else. And we spend a lot of time waiting. We wait for the weekend to finally get here. We wait for something better to come along without truly enjoying where we are now or truly, truly finding happiness. So we wait for the right job. We wait for the right spouse. We wait for the right moment. We were waiting for vacation or we're waiting for things that are more exciting before we decide that this is our life and our life and this is where we are now and before making that decision that we're going to really be happy. I'm yet to really sit down and write about my very first real experience with loss and grief. And I really got got it on the double a few years ago when my grandfather passed away on Mother's Day. Tragically, it's it's one of those things that I can never forget because he passed away on Mother's Day. And I remember going to his funeral in Jamaica and when I was reading his eulogy, I was staring at my grandmother because my grandmother and I, we, we, we have a very, very uh, special connection. 
And whilst reading the eulogy from my grandfather, I could, could only imagine how she must, you know, be feeling at the time. And I remember looking at her and I knew within the depths of my soul that this would be the last interaction that I would have with my grandmother. My grandmother was suffering at the time from breast cancer. And even though she tried to be happy, uh, you know, she, she tried to exude happiness. When I saw her eyes, it's like I could almost see the window to her soul. And I knew that very soon she would no longer be with us. I remember uh, speaking to her a few days before she passed away. And she, she passed away uh, six months after my grandfather died. And I remember her calling me and she said, you know, I'm just calling to let you know I love you. And that I will always love you. And take care, she said, take care of your son take care of yourself and she said some other things like I, I will always remember what we've been through and we had a, a conversation that didn't last for more than five minutes and she, she never spoke again and I can hardly believe that it's been years since I lost my grandmother I have her picture in my room and I'm constantly reminded of her and sometimes it's really difficult to put things in word but what I can truly tell you is the day when I got the call that she was no longer around is the day when my heart broke into a million little pieces and I realized that this is it and this was real. Nothing make life seems more real than really losing someone and whether you lose them uh, through death, which I think is one of the, the most real experiences that you'll ever have because they'll no longer be there or you've lost them because you're no longer with them. You know, it, it it put things into perspective. And so going forward, what I what I promised myself is that I didn't want to be wasting precious time um not not uh, not appreciating things that were important to me, things that were so incredibly precious. And we can spend our entire lives saying things like I will be happy when I find the right husband or when I find the right wife or when I have a child or when I make the first sale in my business or when I find the right job or when I move into my home. So you can spend the rest of your life waiting to start living. You can spend the rest of your life living by default as opposed to design or you can make that conscious decision to learn to find and create joy, even in the simplest, most ordinary moments. Now, if you follow me on any of my social media platforms, you'll realize that I make a, an effort to post every day happiness is. And it could be it could be just anything. It could be my roses in bloom. It could be having a cup of my favorite tea. It could be waking up to my son. It could be coming in from a three-hour flight uh, on the red-eye flight at 1 a.m. and he gets up to use the washroom and he's like, Mommy, I was waiting for you to come home. It could be something as simple for me as connecting with my boss after training and we, we, we take a moment to just stop and just enjoy all that's around us. I ha have made a conscious decision to look at these moments and the things that, that are really 
making me happy, the things that are really bringing me joy. And so I want to share some tips with you. And I think the first place to start is having a grateful heart. So gratitude is the fastest way, the fastest way, the quickest way to change your life. So the thing is, it's not about thinking about the things that you're grateful for. It's actually feeling the feeling. It's sort of like seeing the things for the very first time. So when I see my roses in bloom, of course, I've seen flowers in bloom. I I have a garden and I see flowers blooming every year, but I've never seen this particular flower. I've never seen this particular bloom. And so I find happiness in that. I find joy in that. If I'm having a sip of my, my favorite chai tea, then I've never had this tea before or this, I've never had this moment before. And so it is in that moment that I'm choosing to find joy. So practicing gratitude literally changed the way your brain works. As you stimulate the pathways in your brains and neurology tells you that your brain will go through uh, different uh, things and different things will trigger different things and things will change. And the neural pathway in your brain through practicing gratitude becomes stronger. Practicing gratitude is just like training your brain to see and to notice the constructive themes in your life. So if you don't know where to start or if you've spent most of your life not being in a place or a state of gratitude, get a gratitude journal. It costs maybe a dollar, five dollars the most to get a gratitude journal. Our phones are now equipped with notepads. If you don't want to go out and spend, then pull up your notepad and start start keeping track. So get a gratitude journal and start writing down at least five things you're grateful for every morning. As you go to sleep, and you have to be intentional about this, think about the things that happened during the day that made you smile, the things that you were grateful for right? You can also look at getting books or whatever it is. And these are a great way to start your gratitude practice. So I will encourage you to do that. An attitude of gratitude raises your altitude and I want you to go higher, higher in experience and joy. Something else that has worked for me is I like to keep busy. I'm always working on some project or another, right? Learn something new as often as you can. Find pleasure in learning new things. You're never too old to learn something new. It's never too late to try something different. When was the last time you really took the time to do something uh, for the very first time? So something that you've never done before. I'm experimenting a lot now with cooking uh, vegetarian meals and I get super excited. This week I made some almond flour. I use it to make lemon lavender cookies. I did it once. It didn't turn out the way I wanted to. So I went out, I got the right flour and I did it again and it was amazing. When was the last time you did something for the very first time? Be open to being a lifelong learner. It can be anything from learning a new language to photography, to sports, to reading, to drawing, to knitting, to crocheting, to decorating, to painting. Don't be afraid to grow. 
right? Be open to learn something and you might discover a new talent or you might find a passion that you never knew you had before. You may even meet new people. You may even find your soulmate, but find something that brings you joy, something that makes you feel happy, something that will keep you busy and will set your soul on fire. Follow your bliss every single day. And if you haven't found it, keep searching. Once you're alive, once you you can breathe, then you can keep searching. Those are things in life that you just can't learn by like taking a class or reading a book. Things that you can only get by learning, by doing, by seeking, by growing through new experiences. It doesn't even matter if you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 or 80 years old. Mom, Moms live with me. Moms is 83. And I'm telling you, this woman just discovered yoga and Zumba. And she is super excited. She's coming home. She's showing me her warrior pose. She's, she's showing me her downward dog position, her child pose, her cobra. And she's discovering this at 83 years old. She's also making new connections in her yoga class. If moms can do it at 83, then so can you. It's never too late to start looking for something that will ignite you, something that will give you joy. Something that I spoke about a few weeks ago that I want to also mention in finding true happiness is being present. A lot of us, if not most of us, spend most of our time, we worry and we wonder about future or we're thinking about or regretting something that's happened in the past. If you think about it, think about it, this moment, this moment right here is never, ever going to repeat itself. You can never go back to now. Your now will always be the here and now. And in this present, in this very moment, is where you find your now. So whether you're reading your favorite book, whether you're listening to the podcast, whether you're drinking your morning coffee, whether you're spending time with your loved ones, do your best to do, to be present, like 100% present, even if it's just a regular Sunday night dinner and a movie. So my family gets together on a Sunday night and we just kind of started doing that. Like we didn't plan it. We had dinner and then we're now watching whatever is on. So we've watched Ayanla Fix My Life. We're now on to, don't judge us, but we're on to watching uh, 90 Day Fiance. And I try to be so present in the moment with them, to laugh with them, to giggle with them, to smile with them, to get all emotional with them. And in that moment, I find happiness. I tend to, you know, want to suggest to you that notice every smile. If you're having a meal, taste every single bite, feel every single breath, every step. If you're connecting with a loved one, feel every kiss, every hug, every touch. Those regular days can really feel special and extraordinary. There is something magical, something phenomenal about being present. When your mind is free of judgment in every single moment, every single thought, when you don't worry about the future or stress about the past, if you think about it, all you'll ever have is now. So I want you to focus on the now. And it is often said that mindfulness starts in the kitchen. So for me, I'm experimenting now with my new vegetarian cooking. And I have to be so present and so focused because I don't want to get it wrong. And it's one of the easiest places to learn to be present. So the next time you're in the kitchen prepping for a meal, think about how much uh, you can practice mindfulness or how much you can be present. 
Having said that, I want you to make a concerted effort to surround yourself with people who will lift, lift you higher. So gossiping, complaining, nagging, negative thinking. These are things that we do from time to time. Years ago, things like this didn't bother me. I could complain, I could nag, I could be a part of a conversation where we're gossiping about someone and, that, and that's been true. So when it was time to get together with friends, it means that we would sit together, complain about our lives a little bit, maybe exchange some gossip. And of course, there are people who tend to take that nagging or gossiping to a completely different level. There's always that one uh, person who just gossip, gossip, gossips. And those are the people now that if you're choosing to remain in a state of happiness, that you want to protect yourself from you want to protect your energy from so for me today where I am in my life I just cannot stand being around people who are constantly complaining I literally feel my energy level drop and my mood changes instantly and I'm the one who will flip them or have them reframe certain statements because it drives me crazy so I notice about the same thing about myself personally and I'm human. So when I do have my outbursts of negativity or if I get angry and I take it out on someone else, it bothers me and it really doesn't feel good. And I immediately try to refocus or I try to uh, think about something that's positive. I really try to shift my energy. And for many, many years, I never paid attention to do think, the, these things at all. But I've learned that once you begin to notice your energy and the energy of other people, you will only want to surround yourself with people who will lift you higher, people who will help you find joy in everyday life. And here's the truth. Your life is your story. And that is why you have the ability, the capability. You have the permission to edit it as often as you like. If something isn't working for you, change it. You don't have to feel guilty about cutting people out of your life if they're negative or if they're, they're, they're having a negative influence on you. It may not always be easy, but you really have to look out for yourself. So surround yourself with people who will make you feel good about yourself. People who will smile a lot, with, uh, a lot. people who will laugh a lot uh, with you people who will see the good in you and see the good in others. Those are the people that you're going to want to surround yourself with if you want to constantly choose to be happy. We're talking about people and we're talking about being present. Find some time for yourself. There's absolutely nothing wrong with treating yourself, making yourself feel good, making yourself feel appreciated. Self-love is very important. It's a very important ingredient to your happiness. Practice a little self-care every day. And when you do that, it can help you feel more calm, more relaxed, and more confident in your goals. Do something just for you. And it doesn't have to be anything big like a full day at the spa, even though that would be nice, right? It may be five minutes. You can do a five-minute face mask or you can do a quick run in the park. I have park. I have to tell you, my manager has started running, and I'm telling you, she finds joy. Whatever city she travels to, uh, to facilitate workshops, her running shoes is packed, and I know that she's finding joy with doing this. So, what is gonna bring you joy? Is it a run? Is it a walking the 
in the in the park? Is it just breathing fresh air? Is it reading a few chapters of a good book in the morning? And you can decide and you can create your list of things that you can do for yourself that will bring you joy. You have to be able as well to learn to let go. Let go of things that are just not in your control. Things that you cannot control, right? Things that are no no longer serving you. Sometimes bad things happen. Sometimes unfavorable things happen to us. But the truth is that it's life and things won't always go our way. These mistakes, whether they be big or small, if you want to call them failures, they come into our lives to teach us a lesson. Take the lesson with you, but let the experience go. Worrying about things that have happened in the past or things that might happen in the future is really a waste of your energy. It is a joy stealer. So learn to let go of those limiting thoughts. Learn how to forgive others. But most importantly, learn to forgive yourself and move on. Stillness is also one of them. Sometimes listen to your thoughts. Just allow yourself to breathe. You're running around all day. You're working. You're taking care of others. You're trying to meet deadlines. You're trying to make sure that the chores are done for just a few minutes a day. Just try to be still. Try not to think about what anyone else needs at the time. Try not to think about what you have to get done. If you feel as though your life is going too fast each day and each day, you know, you're, you're running around like a hamster on a wheel, no day is different from the other. Take a moment to be still and listen to the world around you. There's a Japanese saying that says muddy water, when you leave it to stand, will become clear. And I believe that when you have clarity, then you will experience happiness and joy. It is also my hope that you pay attention to what your mind focuses on, what you're thinking about, what you're talking about. Don't talk about things that you don't want. Don't talk about experiences that you don't want to go through. Remember, focus creates expansion, right? And everything happens twice, first on the inside and then on the out. Spend more time talking about the things that you enjoy, the things that you hope to do, the things that you want to accomplish. Guard your speech and your thoughts fiercely. You want to make sure that you are protecting that, that you are protecting yourself, that you have taken the time to realize and to recognize that this is your life and that you deserve to be happy, that happiness is your divine birthright, right? You want to surround yourself with positive people. You want to do things that brings you joy. You want to be able to let go of negativity. Another thing that works great for me when it comes to finding joy and happiness is my my desire to serve. And it's not only a desire, I take the time to make sure that I am serving in my community, that I'm treating other people with kindness. Not only does it help others to feel better, but what I find is that I feel good by doing that after having a positive interaction with people, I, I tend to 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 to, to be happy. Try to speak well of others. When you speak negatively of other people, you will attract more negativity on yourself. But when you're speaking positivity about them, you will then attract positivity into your life. Take the time to listen to others. Find out what it is that you can do to start serving. Just start serving other people, serving your family, serving in your communities. I have a pay it forward habit where 
if I'm going through the drive-through for coffee at least once a week, I will buy the person. If the person behind me, if their bill is less than $5, then I will cover that. I, I, I That is something that I do at least once a week. And I get super excited when I see the look on their faces when the the cashier has said to them, the person in front of you has paid for it. I am paying it forward and I'm hoping that they're doing the same thing. I get up each and every day with the intention of bringing joy to others, finding joy for myself, practicing gratitude daily. I believe that gratitude is, 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 is something that I need to do. I also believe that joy and happiness is my abundant uh, way of living. I also believe that it is my divine birthright as I go through life to experience joy. And every day I affirm this affirmation. Every day I have the power to choose and today I am choosing happiness. Today I am choosing to be happy. Today I choose joy. And I want the same for you. Be be very mindful. Be very conscious. Remember that happiness is your divine birthright. And so I wanted to uh, end just by reminding you that you're worthy and that you're needed and that you're necessary. And in order to live a life that's filled with happiness, you have to position yourself in that realm, in that space. Here is an affirmation for you. I count my blessings rather than my burdens. With an attitude of gratitude, I look for beauty in that many things, in that in that thing, sorry, that I may miss. I greet everyone today with more love. I am learning to forgive the past, for I value this moment. I adopt an optimistic outlook on life. For I need that in order to be happy and I refuse to do otherwise. Happiness is not always easy, but it's worth it. Again and again and again, I choose to be happy because I am worth it. Hey, you're worth it. Settle for more.